to episode 93 of the Screaming Eels podcast, the new home of Rugaba League. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me recently freed from his bunker at the Petersham Inn is Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you, Ben. It's good to be back. We're, we're, in, the, uh, we're in the Eagle's Nest. The Eagle's Nest. We're not, we're not over the satellite anymore. We're no. in person. Yep. You can look deep into my maroon and white eyes. <laughs> you look good. Thanks. The, uh, the cam doesn't do you justice. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- is this the first... I think this is the first time we've done it uh, for 2020, isn't it? Since since the round three. But even then, we I don't think I don't think we actually met up to do them, did we? Have you been here this oh, year? Oh, no, this is the first in person. Yeah, first but in I person. But I think this is also the first actual one we've done since the recommencement. Yeah. Well, we were... We were not believers in the in the uh, 28th of May restart. We thought it was a little bit premature. Yeah. And we thought it was a little bit unsafe. That's true. So we've decided to push our start date back just a little <laughs> bit. Better safe than sorry. I mean, you know, Peter Volandis can make his big calls, but it doesn't mean we have to all go along with it. That's right. So we always, I mean, we all always officially agreed to do it three weeks after his start date. Yeah, that's and, correct. Uh, and here we are. Yeah. Um. So uh, this week, last week, well, it was my birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you look you. you look younger. Thanks. I'm full of compliments. Yeah, yeah, you look even younger than you did last week. Well, um, well, I say, I mean, I got some, I got some lovely birthday presents. I got a nice 65 inch Samsung smart TV. Very nice. Just KO, just blasting straight in there. It just yeah. it straight into my veins. Mm, I'm not I'm not sure about K, but I might have to save that for the I'm Duns. <laughs> I can I can count the nostril hair on Jake Travojevic. Three, by the way. For Is that why you've also me. got new glasses? Yes. Because you needed them to appreciate the definition. Well, it's just so big. It's it's hard to it's hard to take it all in when it's so close and the room's not very big, so I had to go and get some glasses so I can actually see what I'm looking at. Okay. Um, but as much of a nice present that was, mm. uh, my birthday was on Thursday, uh, Thursday the eleventh. Yep. And I also got another special little present, mm. a uh, a mighty manly win. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I did have that in the back of my mind as I was watching it, yep. rooting for the Broncos. And I said to myself, I hope, I hope, man, like Manly gets a win for Ben's sake. Yes. But then as I started watching, yeah. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> I just couldn't help yeah. getting really excited about the fact that the Broncos were going to win. I hate the Broncos too, but I think there's like an element of... There's nothing more exciting than seeing Darius Boyd at full flight and you just got caught up in the, in, in the moment. It is, is it yeah, you? exactly. It just overtook me. But I think there is also an element of, obviously I don't like Manly, but I really, I would say I dislike Brisbane 
more than I dislike Manly, which okay. is saying a lot. Yes. Um, so it didn't really make sense. But I think when there's two teams you don't really like, the the urge to see some form of chaos, like mm. just you just want the like most outrageous result possible. Yes. So I think it then kind like of... Like when Manly played the Storm a couple of years ago and Api Curacao came back like, Two minutes early from the sin bin. Yeah, that's right. Was, that was great. There, there was great. all there was drama. Want, yeah, you know when you like, I don't really have have a horse in this race, a yeah. dog in this fight. Yeah. Well, you do because you don't want either to win. So yeah. then you just kind of want whatever's going to cause maximum chaos. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it kind of felt a bit like that. So no, you 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 got your birthday wish, and I I really enjoyed watching the game. Um, as you know, I don't like watching Eels games. But what was the chaos? What was the chaos from the just game? Just the you know Manly being so far down, like oh, potentially twenty four nil down at half time. Twitter yeah. was going off. People were just people were losing it. Broncos <laughs> fans were in seventh heaven. Yeah. And then it all turned so quickly, and then there were like people. Refs calls, people, every it had everything. Yeah. It was great. Well, that's it just was, rugby league, isn't it? It's rugby league. It's a real uh, soap opera. It's a roller coaster of emotions. It is. So, um, so yeah, but you, you weren't watching the game. You had people No, over. I had some friends around, so I didn't watch it live, and then I went and... Um, I could see you were getting a few sneaky score updates. Though, no. None at all. None. None. So I went in and started watching it at, uh, I want to say, at like 8.40, okay. maybe. So I think when I first started watching, it was probably like, yeah, it was like five minutes to go of the first half. Okay. But um, I got through that first half pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was just like, after that second try, I was just like, yeah, I can see where this is going. Do I really want to watch this? And just start fast forwarding a few bits. But yeah. anyway, we're, we're, we're jumping ahead. Well, yeah, but then, so you had on your actual birthday, yes. you got to witness a, well, I guess, some would call it a massive comeback. Others would yeah. call it a massive capitulation. Mm. And then the next day, you also got to witness an, another massive capitulation. Oh, yes. Well, I did. Um, oh, yes, I did. <laughs> playing golf. So Ben and I have been playing golf. I don't even know if we talked to if I this think, No, we have. Happened. Yeah, we have. Shout out. Shout out to the uh, Royal Marrickville. Oh, the Royal Marrickville. Yeah. 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 And um, uh, golf just golf and I aren't it's really a funny old sport. We're not really friends. No, but we have our little moments, like a little spark. It's a bit yeah. of an abusive relationship, I think. It leads me. Well, on it's a, it's a mental. It's a mental game. Yeah, and you have to be mentally strong. Yeah, I'm not. And I'm if not. anyone's seen you watch, if anyone's <laughs> sat and watched a para game with you, <laughs> you know that you're not mental strong. Mm. In fact, no. can I can I share with everyone what you said after the para game, which you hadn't even watched? Oh, when we on were on Friday together. night. Yeah, so when you we came around. You came around for for uh, the day after birthday drinks. <laughs> yeah, and um, so obviously we were sitting there with the wives and you know having a chit chat. So we didn't actually Whiskies. watch the game. Yeah, but I was giving you score updates. Mm. I was going, well, this is you know, oh, Paris behind ten nil. Oh, yeah. here we go. Oh. And then the last second, boom! I looked again and it was sixteen ten. And then after the game, Para won, and without <laughs> even watching the game. <laughs> Without even having watched the game, you started giving a full critique on people who were useless during that game. It's Para true. Players. I like, get a sense. You were just like, yeah, I mean, Sean Lane, he just he, he literally did nothing during that game. <laughs> and I had to remind you that 
I'm not on Twitter. I've actually been sitting here next to you and I know you haven't seen the game and yet you still felt it okay to start mm, ripping people apart well, after a game you hadn't even seen. Yeah, that's how I work. <laughs> Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows I just run with it. Yeah, I just you, you use fire the from the hip. Yeah, just sometimes you got to just trust your gut. <laughs> so, um, so we're playing golf. Yeah, yeah, so we played golf and... Ben's a lot better at golf than me. I'll I'll be out there and I'll I'll admit, much like Manly fans will admit that Para beat them fair and square, I'll admit that Ben's a lot better at golf than me. And this is a birthday round for you. Mm. And uh, I just got off to a bit of a flying start. Like I, well, not the first hole, but then I think I hit three pars out of like the next five holes, yeah. which is unheard of for me. If I get mm. one par, mm. I'm pretty happy. And... Then heading into the famous seventh, the storied seventh, the seventh just before the uh, just before the clubhouse, just before the for the beer at the clubhouse. I I hit a okay uh, tee shot, and mm. then I chipped the ball within like what two feet, three feet maybe. Oh, yeah, two two feet, two feet yeah. of the hole. It was close. Just had an up and down putt. Yeah. for par to the point it was so close that you were almost gonna. You almost stopped to see if it was going to roll it looked, in. It looked like, like oh, it, if I if we don't do anything, it might just keep rolling. The chip looked like it was in. Yeah. for all money. For all we money. were both like going, yeah. oh, yeah. And then I three putted yes. from there, and it just broke me. No. And then every single, I actually kept playing. I think it was okay. the second time you missed was the one that broke. Yeah, the first yeah. one, I'm like, yeah, I get, I'd never get them anyway. But yeah. the next one, so I felt like I felt like the Brisbane Broncos. And then it all it all fell apart. It all fell that, apart. I was just not happy. I was, <laughs> I was like trying to be circumspect about it all <laughs> anyway so two two capitulations in two days so yeah. happy birthday i thank gave you. you that one yeah thank you i appreciate that um so it's been a bit of funny old week i just wanted to we haven't we haven't done it obviously we haven't done a doc podcast for a while mm. so we haven't been handing out any awards yeah so i just wanted to obviously there's been you know rugby league there's always there's always something going on yeah um but i just wanted to put a uh this week is uh, not all heroes wear capes. Okay. The um, for those of you long-term listeners, it's the uh, of course the Jackson Hastings Award. Mm-hmm. Um, we came up with this award after Jackson Hastings went a record twenty weeks in a row getting his photo taken with someone in a wheelchair, and um, just handing out free tickets. Handing out free tickets. Leaving oh. free tickets at a gate. Yes. It was. He he was all over it. I feel like there should be, you a, know, there should have been like a TV crew just following him around, putting up his hand and prepared to be the scapegoat for Trent Barrett. <laughs> He's going, coach, blame me, coach. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, like, that's the type of guy he is. Yeah. Um. So, so I've you, got, I've got two. Not all heroes wow, wear capes. Okay. Yeah. It's well, it's been a busy week. Mm. Um. Well, actually, it's not this this week, but the last couple of weeks, so I got two. Not all heroes wear capes. The first is Moses Sully. Ooh. Now this kid could go anywhere <laughs> and sign for millions, like mm. he did at uh, he did at the Tigers. That's but true. He waved that away, signed for massive unders. Massive unders. Moses Sawley. Not mm. all heroes wear capes. Mm. Willing to sacrifice his own back pocket mm. for the glory think of, how, of think how many zingers he could have bought with all that extra money. <laughs> That's right. So massive, uh, and even his, um, even his, uh, I gave a shout out to his agent, um, and just said, "Well done." Thinking of the player instead of just thinking about the money. That's that's the type of podcast this is. Yeah, and 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 the uh, the agent wrote back saying, "Thanks, mate. We appreciate it." 
yeah. touching. We're, we're close. <laughs> um, so, again, Moses Suli, thank you very much. Not all heroes wear capes. Um, and then while we're on the subject of contracts, mm. um, the second Not All Heroes Wear Capes is Joel Thompson. <sighs> leaving. Sad. In case you haven't heard, man, uh, he, it was announced today that he's leaving Manly. Uh, to go and so- to go and play for Super League, so he's gonna he was signed for two years. Yep. Uh, he's gonna see out the rest of uh, the remainder of this season, and then he's going to go over to Super League. Um, a lot of people have been saying it's you know he was offered more money in Super League. That's actually not the case. <laughs> I can tell you that's not the case at all. Uh, again, taking one for the taking one for the team, freeing up cap space, ah. so uh, Manly can sign John Bateman. Mm, first. There you go. Breaking. Breaking news. Yeah, it's Joel Thompson and I have had a had a complex history. Well, I mean <laughs> I mean it's a touchy subject, Bill. I mean you've seen what's been going on in America. Yeah. And um you know, you, again, I've said this before, it's not racism. I feel like it's placism with you. Yeah. Got to know your place. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not touching that. Not touching it. <laughs> yeah, you and Daryl Summers probably should have learned <laughs> hey, a long time ago. I can. Uh, I can drop a photo. I've got a photo of your thirtieth. If we want to go down that path, it was just a tribute. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so Joel Thompson and Moses Suli, uh, great, great clubman. <laughs> that's a great word. I love that. Clubman. Clubman. Have you noticed it's one of those? Isn't it one of those things that you use to lock lock your steering wheel? <laughs> yeah, I think it was from the, the brand from the seventies. I know from the nineties. I mean, yeah. so it's like remember my dad tried to hit someone with one of them once. <laughs> Did he? He was so he was so old and little. Yeah. He almost fell over. But oh, the intention was there. He wasn't but, coming after you, was he? No, 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 okay. no. It was some random that he had road rage at. Um, yeah, it's it's. Clubman is one of those terms. Here's another one that comes around a lot lately. Mm. If you're listening on KO, mm. he's a footballer. That's just the, mm. it's almost like the new turn it up. Remember mm. when like they used to say turn it up all the time? Mm. They just say, oh, isn't he, a, oh, can't he play? All these weird like, can't he play? Like, why are you asking me the question? Of course he can play. He's playing first grade. Yeah. He's a footballer. Yes, yeah. he is a footballer. Like these dumb, oh, look at him. Can't he play? And then Joey Johns, who else is guilty of doing the uh, uh, Key and Peel, talking about any uh, Islander player and, and commenting on their physicality and their. Well, here's a little bit of uh, trivia for you and the listeners. Yeah. Do you know who the first player was? Oh, it's, it's, we're, we're blowing up. So here tonight. Ever since I said John Bateman, it's bloody Michael Carianis is yeah, he's trying to get Leave me. us alone, Carianis. Yeah, come on, mate. You and Buzz should be recording your podcast about mm. now. So, um, do you know who the first player was that was just called a footballer? An out and out, he's just an out and out footballer. No, tell me. Jack Bird. <laughs> mm. Mm. True story. Really? He's yeah. just a footballer. That he and I and I want to go, I want to almost go on record to say I'm pretty sure it was Joey Johns who coined the phrase. It would have been the, the premiership year, 2016. Yep. That's when that saying really came into its own. He's just a He's footballer. He's just a footballer. Look at him. You could put him anywhere. <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> Especially on the reserve band. <laughs> on the injury. In the injury reserve list. <laughs> yeah, so Jack Bird was the first one who was just called an out-and-out footballer. It's just, 
I wonder if you could just make up the most obvious thing, like, oh, that's a kick. <laughs> just yeah, it yeah. is a kick. Yeah. Oh, this guy, he's number thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is number thirteen. They just say it all the time. They even on the Fox promo, mm. which I'm also they trigger me. They're so bad where they go. This Saturday. Oh, because they've the got that Roosters. Matt Noble. That Matt Noble or Noble. James Tedesco on fire. Can't he play? Yeah. Can't he play? Clint Gutherson. He's a footballer. Yeah. They call him the king. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they just say the dumbest shit. Mitchell Moses. Number seven. <laughs> <laughs> Reed Marnie. Irish surname. Like it's <laughs> yeah. so they just anyway. I'm done. I'm, I'm oh, jumping you're ju- ahead. You're jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Um and then the other one I like, choose the door. I'd like to hand out a little choose the door. Yeah, it's been a so while. It has been mm. well, choose the door came about, you know, if you're doing anything silly and you put anyone else at risk, particularly a member of the family, mm. um, you've got to do what well, it's, <laughs> it's hard to do it now, yeah. but it's uh, you got to do what Dylan Walker did, and he chose the door. We had to take that episode off, much in much like Netflix has taken down yeah. all Chris Lee stuff. We've yeah. removed that episode. Um, so I'd like to Nathan Cleary. Okay, choose the door. What did he do? Well, he did the TikTok video. Oh yeah, which is I'm, I'm well aware this is cutting cutting edge humor because this happened about a month ago, but we've <laughs> only just come back. Um, but he just he put himself and all. Of the NRL at risk. He put us all at risk. That's right. Well, So he should have chosen the door and mm, walked out it. Yeah, he should have. He just should have walked out that door. You know who's maybe a flipping that is uh, not all heroes wear capes is um, Aidan Tolman. For could have put the whole NRL mm. at risk and chose the door, the exit door, and just didn't play. Yep. Amazing. What a, yeah. and Probably, and, probably cost dogs the game. Maybe let's be honest. Six points. It could have been yeah. forty-six to twelve. Yeah. Oh, you don't think he would have turned the tide completely? <laughs> he's not. He's no Brad Parker. Put it that. I don't way. know. When those Bash brothers get together, of Dylan Arthur. Oh wait. And the, sorry. The Dogs of War. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Um, now let's get into injury crisis. Now, forget about corona crisis. <laughs> Injury crisis. Mm. And if you thought that Manly was going to get away clean this year, <laughs> you thought wrong. Oh, uh, no. I can't I hate this. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. It's like a scene. The, the, the um, uh, locker room after the game against the Broncos. Yeah. It didn't resemble a rock, locker room. It was like a scene from MASH. <laughs> it was just bodies everywhere. <laughs> Young men cut down in their prime. A couple of wise-cracking doctors assessing in AR. ER. Um, when the doctor walked in and looked at Moses Suley, did he go, Joey Johns was like, tell you what, this guy, he's a doctor. <laughs> he did. He said, can't he, can't he be a physician? <laughs> can't he operate? Yeah. Um, so injury crisis, really, across the entire time. Wow. Um, Moses Suley. Oh, terrible. 
Fractured finger. Not all heroes wear capes. He played on with a fractured finger. It's heroic, really. Yeah. Against the, would you have to say, giants of the competition. The Broncos. The Broncos. Yeah, well. Um, well, he, he was he was actually guarding. Oh, no, actually he wasn't. That was uh, Origin Bolter Brad Parker was on Katoni Staggs. Mm. He had the hardest assignment. He's the only, he's the only hard one, Katoni Staggs. Out of that whole tie, so but anyway, we'll get to that later. Yeah. So Mo- Moses Sully out for uh, three to four weeks. Wow. Okay. Mm. Uh, we've got George Tafua, who didn't play last week, uh, and he's out for the next couple of weeks with a uh, a quad injury. Okay. Mm. Is there a silver lining that starts with a B? Brad Parker. Brendan the Brave. Well, yes. Yes, there is. Well, no, that's the silver lining for Moses Sully. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, it was announced today that uh, Brendan the Brave is coming Being in center. for Moses Suley as a centre. Um, That's an odd... Well, okay. Well, well maybe Tavita, he can play. Because yeah. Tavita Funa is still going to play okay. wing. I guess, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get too far ahead, but that's probably the right thing to do for a youngster to not, like... Uh, you know, th- like discard him after one week when you when you're a bit short on on cattle. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you could get rid of him. I mean, he he was on the wing, so he's still going to fill in for George Tafua, um, and then Brendan Elliott's going to come in for Moses Suley. But I mean, you, I don't think I'm over exaggerating when I say mm. that um, Brendan Elliott will make Jared Croker his prison yard bitch. <laughs> yeah, you watch. On the halftime bell, on the on the full time siren, Jared Croker will turn his pocket inside out. No, no, sorry, Brendan Elliott will turn his pocket inside out, and Jared Croker will come and hold it. There you go. I think because that's the sign. I mean, because Brendan the Brave is not like Croker's a better matchup. You don't you you probably don't want Brendan the Brave up against someone like um like uh, Waka Blake, Wonga Blake, as they call him, mm. like a bigger. He's not a he's mm. not. He's not bad defensively, but he's not. He's, he's not, fast and he's all effort. Yeah, he's not big. He's no. Not, whereas Croker's not big yeah. either. So he should be able to contain. Mm. Croker's a bit of a myth, I think. I've got him in my fantasy team and I'm really watching him. He, I, I think um, I think Brennan Elliott matches up well with both their centers, but I'm pretty sure it's um, Croker he'll be going up against. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But he matches up against Curtis Scott, who's a bit of a myth as well. It's amazing, these injuries. Like, what? Well, hang on. I haven't yeah. finished yet. Oh, there's more. Yeah. Get out. So, speaking of origin bolters, uh, <laughs> Curtis Sirenin was out with bone bruising. Now, he's back this week. Oh, well, he's back. But it might... Rumours. I've heard it from my insider. Yeah. Now, this guy's got his finger on the pulse when it comes to any injury. <laughs> Nathan... Um, oh, no. Nathan says it oh. might be just a little bit of a drucks, Ducks and Drakes, yeah. throwing it out there, naming him, but with no intention of playing mm. him, just to put the fear into Canberra, which... Yeah, they're scared. Oh, they would Ricky be. Ricky is yeah. not sleeping very well <laughs> No, this no. week. So, um, Curtis Simon was out with bone bruising um, last week, last week. Um, mm. and he's been named, but you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, you and never, then, D- Des, he's a wily. He's wily, isn't he? Is, he is, isn't he? He's wily. Wily and wiry. <laughs> um, and then we've got uh, Marty Tapao. Yeah. His dislocated finger. That looked painful. It did look really painful. Mm. 
How long? Um, but apparently, it's not too bad an injury, right? It's not like it's a it's a week or two weeks. Uh, well, yeah. They originally said they'd wait and see how he trained this week, but okay. then he wasn't even named on the reserve. So, but you know that Des Wiley. They, but he can't be named <laughs> if he's not oh. on the reserve. If he's not even named oh, in the okay. top twenty-one, we'll, then let, can't it, we'll be. let it that out. <laughs> um, I'm turning into. But you never science. know. He might just be. He might just be resting him. Yeah. He might just go well. Well, have, if we don't need, we don't need you Canberra. against Canberra. Easy. Yeah. When are, was the last time you lost to Canberra? A long time ago. We've won five out of the last six. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Got it. We got this. We got this. We got this. I'm prepared to say that if Canberra lose this week, mm. I think they're mess. I'm going to put the M mm. word. I'm going to attach the M word to them. Mm. I think that we're getting far enough into the season where I'm going to start making completely incorrect. Well, you know, Ricky's. You know, Ricky's really just been. You know, he's just been itching. He's actually been Ricky Stewart's been a bit annoyed that they've been winning, because he's had that this whole. Yeah. He's had this whole. We have to play out at Campbelltown. Yeah, excuse he wants to in his win. back pocket. Yeah. And he wants to play it. He wants to play that card. He wants to say, it's not fair. But they've been winning. Yeah. So he's a bit he's a bit annoyed. Yeah, but they don't look like everyone everyone had them penciled in as Roosters, Raiders, mm. grand final mm. again. And mm. I just don't think they look No. Uh, after as, after five rounds, I think most people are now saying Roosters Manly grand final. Mm. Haven't haven't heard that one, but uh, <laughs> no. But yeah, like well, you don't I, leave Church Street very often, no, so that's you probably true. you need to get out there. Yeah, I know. God, the traffic's been terrible lately. Um, <laughs> but yeah, interesting, yeah. interesting. So so it it really is an injury depleted. Oh, ravaged, ravaged. Yeah, I wouldn't even say depleted. Depleted is two people out. Ravaged is riddled, f- four to five. <laughs> an injury riddled. And then you throw in um, Albert Hopawate. Is he injured as well? Well, he's coming back from an ACL from last year, so you know. You you could really characterise the performance Mm. as brave. Mm. I mean, I which is perfect for Brendan to make his return. Yeah. The one thing I think you can always note: what I like about Brendan is he could not play for ten years, Mm. but he'd be ready to go as soon as he's named. You'd call him up. You'd call him up in twenty thirty, and just go, Brendan, we've we're injury decreased. And he'd be like, oh, I'll be there in five minutes. And you will get all effort. He strikes me as the type of guy that's like, even when he's not in the squad, he'd be sitting in the team meetings, just mm. like taking notes. Oh, absolutely. Going, yeah, so hang on. So third, and Brendan, you're not playing. Yeah, that's sorry. I just got to get my head around it though. Like yeah, he, yeah. I just want to, just in case. Just in case. I'm there. Yeah. I've got you, Des. Yeah. I feel like it was Trent Barrett last year when Trent was sitting at home coming up with game <laughs> plans for nobody. Just go. <laughs> Tell you what, though, isn't yeah. he a coach? Oh well, jumping ahead to game, but I, I, I've uh, analysed that game. Okay, and it's a classic Trent Barrett co- uh, coach team. Okay, that one. Yeah. Um. All right, but let's get into news. Manly Coach buys Harbourfront property in Kirribilli for $3.1 million. Wow. Des. Wow. What a high flyer. The Silvertails are back, baby. Oh, aren't they just? Yeah. 
So he's got a property in Collaroy. Is that how you say it? Collaroy. Yeah, how do you think you said it? Collaroy. I pronounce I put the emphasis on the co. On Col- the cock. On the cock. Collaroy. What did I say? Collaroy. Yeah, Collaroy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You're from there. Yeah. Hey. So I don't t- I don't tell you how to pronounce church straight. <laughs> Parramatta. <laughs> um yeah, so he lives in the well he did live in the neighborhood with uh Brandy Alexander Ooh. and uh, Matty Johns. So it's quite an exclusive. So all these guys who are, you know, Newcastle till I die and Penrith boy. Yeah, and then they're living. They all fucking live in Collaroy. So Matty Johns lives opposite or is a neighbour of one of my friends. Really? In Collaroy. Yeah, right. And is a bit of a loose unit. It's apparently a lovely guy. Who'd have thought? <laughs> I know. Wait, no. I'm shocked. Yeah, put this. Yeah. Just yeah. hold everything. Yeah. I know. Yeah, hang I on. Know. Let me hold the front page. We got one here, boys. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Billy. Yeah. So Matty allegedly, you know, he's a good guy though. Yeah. Next, should we tell me his brother is as well? <laughs> yeah. No. 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 His brother shoots from the hip. He's a footballer. Anyway, that's all. Oh, I had. Is that it? That's oh, it. I thought there was going to be a. So where? So he's moving to the. So he's moving to Kirribilli. Wow. The now lodge. Now that. Well, that's where the that's where the real movers and shakers are living. Yeah. Now, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Mm. Des could be going to politics. <laughs> and I, for one, he'd be getting my vote. He'd be, he's got the, he's got a bit of Trump with the hair. There's a little yes. bit of Trump there. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But he's a bit, there's a little bit of Bob Hawke too, a little bit of just a, a man's man. He's just got a little bit of everything, which is exactly what you want in a politician. Yeah. He's got a little bit of, he's got a little bit of, cra- he's got a bit of uh, Boris Yeltsin craziness. Yeah. No, yeah, Boris, Boris Yeltsin. Boris yeah. Yeltsin? Yeah, they're Russian, right? Okay. Also yeah. Boris Johnson. He's crazy too. Oh yeah. Okay. He's got a bit of Boris in him. Both the Yeltsins <laughs> and the and the Johnsons. Um you know, he's kind of got that sort of don't quite know what's going on type of thing. He's got a little bit of a mumbling thing, so mm. he could really get away with saying anything. That's true. Um Could you imagine the remember that movie The King's Speech? Yes. Could be about they get a they get a uh elocutionist in mm. to teach Des how to speak. The Hasler speech. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I, I, reckon he, I reckon it'd be a landslide victory. I reckon he could definitely get, I reckon he could unseat Tony Abbott. Is that Tony Abbott still in Parliament or has no, he already scummer. been unseated? Scummer. No, but isn't he, he's still a politician, isn't he? On uh, the Northern Beaches. No, but he's, I, no, he got kicked out by Zali Stegall. Oh, Desert takes Ali. Desert takes Ali. Yeah. If if we if we're voting for sportsmen people. Yeah. What did she get? Bronze. Yeah, she didn't. At a at a at a flip contest, right? The yeah. skiing and it's I flip a, upside down. Who cares down. about yeah. skiing? Yeah, exactly. We're in Australia. Desert. Imagine desert oh. presses. I tell you what, we get that fund. We get that funding for Brookvale. <laughs> which brings me to. Brookvale Oval to be the pearl necklace around Volandi's wow. neck. Pearl necklace, interesting. Yes. So there's money. It's it's come, it's happening. It's 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 flowing. There's, you... there's money coming from the so they, so they basically they've they're, they're not going to do the uh, 810 million dollar upgrade, upgrade to ANZ. Yeah. It's almost like they thought which is the one at Homebush, right? Yeah. yeah. It's almost like they thought we just spent. You know, six hundred million on a new stadium at Bankwest, and we're spending another seven hundred million on a stadium at Moore Park. Mm. 
do you think we need another state? It's mm. maybe one of those ones that they should have thought about before. Yeah, I feel like they just had money. Yeah. And you know what it's like in government? If you don't spend it, then when they give out your budget the next year, yeah, they reduce it. And it was kind of like, fuck, all right, we forgot to carry the three. How much money have we got? Oh, we've actually got $800 million. Oh, fuck. At what point? Let's, let's, let's get a protractor out and turn the yeah. oval into a square. I mean, what do you think of ANZ? Uh, I, I go out there very rarely. Um, I think you're a mile from the action. You're too far from... I mean, I, I guess on the positive, you do have the train line. Yeah. But everyone gets on the train at the same time at the end, unless they're willing to walk down Parramatta Road yeah, to... like a couple of heroes. The hotel that then tells you their you're too drunk to, walk, to go yeah. into after you've had one beer. Yeah. Um, but it is... I'm ready to pull the pin on, on ANZ, so... I think it'll be good if they can get an upgrade at Brookie, but I, I don't it, know how they're going to deal with parking and all those type of things. Like, what do you do about that? But it doesn't matter. Bank West doesn't have parking either. Yeah. Bank West's got a train station. Not super close. 20 minutes walk. Yeah. Well, we got buses. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Everyone drives. It doesn't matter. We've got the McDonald's <laughs> parking lot across the road. It's fine. I mean, if they really wanted to do it properly, right... The best, the thing, the best thing to have done would have been to move, pick up the stadium, move it down the road near um, Warringah Mall, because mm. that's got all the infrastructure of yeah, the bus, parking yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff there. So you could just park at the Warringah Mall and walk across the street. Anyway, because there's a bus depot there. Yeah, it would have been perfect. Mm. Anyway, all buses lead to the L, What is it? The L twenty? L ninety. L ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so they reckon that uh, Volandis is really into um, suburban suburban grounds, grounds right? So, yeah, yeah. So they're talking about they're talking about one at uh, Brookie mm. and other Leichhardt, places that Leichhardt. I don't care about. Well, you'd like Hart because you used to live next to it. That seems like a waste. Do you reckon? Yeah, quite like the suburban grounds. I know, like, there's been a few articles going on. Oh, we're too big for this. It's like I don't think we are. If you look at the English Premier League, yeah. Yeah, like Arsenal and the big but, clubs play in big stadiums, but you know QPR, these type of teams playing little shitty stadiums. But how how, how many games does um, the Tigers going to play at like up? Because oh, they yeah, can they only play, play half of them, games. right? Yeah, they play the Titans or someone there. It's never a great match. Yeah, exactly. Because they've still got to play at Campbelltown or whatever it is. They got to play as part of their joint venture. Oh, and Bankwest as well. Oh, well, they'd stop playing there if they did up like up. Yeah, but, you'd hope. Um, yeah, anyway, other clubs that I don't really care about. So really, the silver, again, the silver tails are back. Yeah, we, we really are. New stadium. We're flying high. Pr- prime Minister is serving dual, the only Prime Minister to also coach concurrently. Like he'd be, he'd be oh, leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'd be he'd, like a, a, a coronavirus uh, press conference yeah. and he'd be like, guys, sorry, I've just got to jump into well, the sheds. It's, it's going back to the old days like player coaches. Yes. <laughs> he'd be... A, He'd be, he'd be the PM PM coach. coach. Yeah, and I think that's fine. The PMs because it doesn't and then matter. The PMs thirteen would just be Manly. It doesn't matter who he's talking to. It'd be the same speech. Whether he's talking to Manly, whether he's talking to his cabinet, same speech. Yeah, it's a game of inches. He doesn't write two. He just goes out and gives the same speech <laughs> for both of them. And then he slams it, and then he takes none the of them door can understand him. what he says anyway. No, they just they don't like, need oh, to. Shit. They get it. Yeah, they, they it's can all about understand. The vibe. It is. It's all about the intention behind it. AFB hopes to head north.
Mm. What does that mean? Well, it was a little north? bit of clickbait because I was on there going, what? How far north? Well, um, so I didn't realise this, but he still is refusing to have his flu shot. And so is Dylan Walker. Mm. So we can't go and play the Titans or the Broncos at home mm. or uh, the Cowboys. It's a bit weird. Until they're willing to have their shots. I find What I find weird is AFB, he was the first one to wear the mask and say, well, I'm worried about my family, blah, 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 right? Which is all fine. I mean, everyone kind of ridiculed him at first. Literally three days later, everyone's doing it and the whole thing got shut down. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. I mean, it takes it takes a good man to do nothing for evil to succeed. <laughs> well, I don't know if we want to go down there with <laughs> so AFB. A- AFB took a stand, mm. you know. Yeah, we don't like when he, he was stands. He was the guy in Munich who shot Hitler before it all happened. <laughs> That's AFB. All right? Uh, yeah. So... I um yeah so 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 that's that's fine good on him he's he's led the charge there um but now but he refuses then to have a flu shot I don't know it feels a bit weird mm. personally I blame Frank Winterstein it's his it's that he's that's his, oh, his that's yeah. his that's mark his that's yeah. his semen stain that is left <laughs> on the blue dress of his, manly his skid skid mark <laughs> um yeah because it's his missus who is into all of that. Um, yeah. So not surprisingly, he's he's had a bit of a chit chat, and uh, some of the boys have decided that he's the way forward. Uh, Dylan Walker's the same, but it's, yeah, it's uh, a bit. It's a bit like I can I get like at what point do you you know not everyone has to have a flu shot in every industry, mm. but again, it's like you you're one of these elite. You know, with these type of jobs, you have to sometimes go, I'm going to have to do shit that other people don't have to do in their jobs. Mm. And maybe this is one where you're you're allowed to travel to Queensland and not we aren't. Like, it's a, that's part of your yeah. job. And it's a team sport. It's a, Yeah. You can't put yourself ahead of the team. And it's not, you know, you're having a flu shot that some people do have reactions to. I understand that's a concern. But... It's not going to kill you. Like, mm. even if you have a reaction, you're just going to get flu-like symptoms yeah. for a few days. Yeah. Um, well, just- look, my, my work offered them up. Yeah. And they said they'd pay for them because I went back to work uh, yesterday. And they said, we'll pay for flu shots on the first day. Mm. Anyone who would like to do them, put your hand up and we'll get them done. It's not compulsory. Okay. I didn't do it. I didn't get it done. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had them but done for... Yeah. if they said to me, you can only come back to work for a flu shot, they go, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. exactly. But if I don't have to, then yeah, cool. And I, I completely support them. If you don't have to, don't do it. But if it's, if well, it's, you can't do your yeah, job, yeah. then yeah. Anyway. Um, have you got any news? Brad Arthur. <gasps> There's rumoured contract extensions. My mail. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to avoid the uh, ABC news theme. I'm going to go yeah. down the Danny Widler news theme. Yes. My mail is that Parramatta, very advanced discussions. Yes. About extending BA's contract. Wow. For another twelve months. <sighs> because of the the success that he's brought. Yep. Uh so yeah. I don't really know how I feel about it. I'm obviously as a para fan, we're sitting mm. undefeated right now, so I'm broadly happier than I normally am at yeah. this stage of the year. 
um, I also have a theory that sometimes um, you kind of don't want your coach coming off contract because it does create a noise. So I think you maybe almost have to factor into any coach negotiation that you, you're going to have to give your coach an extra year than you maybe want to have him because you don't want to have a coach like this whole St. George situation mm. where it's like we're going to have a board meeting and we're going to have mm. a board meeting. You want to be able mm. to go, you know what, we're just going to, if we want to cut him, we're going to cut him. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is when I was agitating for BA to be changed as coach, I, I, the two candidates I actually wanted, one was Des, mm. uh, which everyone laughed at me for, mm. and I think that would have been a good choice. The other one was Madge, which was the more common, like if right, Parrot sacked Brad Arthur, we can yeah. get Madge. And I look back and I go, fuck, we dodged a bullet. Mm. So I don't know how many good coaches there are actually out there. So I'm not sold on Brad Arthur being super coach, but. Can I, um, can I jump forward to a little, can I just, can I just slip in yeah, just, just a little lazy in. hard stat yeah. in there? Just yeah. I've got half a half stat. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna, just, I'm just, just gonna it ease out. it into. See how it goes. Ooh. Stats. Wasn't ready. But. So the last time Brad Arthur had his contract extended, mm. Para went on to win the wooden spoon. No, they've extended the him. following year. Oh, yeah, they no, they extended him last year. No, they, <laughs> they ex- did. They extended no. him last year. What during the? Um, yeah, in like round in round. They like, extend, I'm sure they extended him in 2016 oh, when he made the when he made the um, finals. Sorry, 2017 where he made it into the finals, and mm. they were like, "This is the way forward." Boom. Next year, oh, they might wooden have, spoon. But I think they only gave him one. But then they extended him in like March last year, and mm. I was triggered. Mm. I was absolutely triggered. I'm like, "This is because." They extended him when all that Gutherson contract talk yeah. was happening. Yeah. And they couldn't get anyone to agree to stay because he's just such an inspirational bloke. Um, so, you know, they did extend him last year. For one year? Uh, I think I think he's got until the end of next season and they're saying, oh, we don't want to let it get to there. So, anyway. Well, this is hot off the presses. Yeah. And this might come as a bit of a shock to you. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it from the phone. NRL bans Moses. Now, this is hot off the presses. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yep. Mitchell, obviously. Well. For being being too good looking. Sorry. That was just a little bit of clickbait. Damn. It was actually Isaac Moses. But I think they're related. Is is he his agent? I've got no idea. (laughs) I have no idea. Uncle? Is it his uncle? I don't know. Or his cousin? I think it's a common name. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. If only there, there is, was some way we could find well, out. Well, there but. is a link. There is a link between Isaac Moses and Parramatta. So Isaac Moses, for though, for Cyrus, because he always gets angry when we skip over things because he assumes, but we assume people know what we're talking about. So Cyrus, yeah. Isaac Moses is a player agent. Yeah. Would you say one of the bigger player agents? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Like he's well, he's quite well known. Who's he? Doesn't have DCE, does he? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, Cameron Smith. Yeah. Josh Hodgson. Yeah. Alex Glenn. They're the three. Oh, and uh, Tim Manor. Well. Wow. So this is what I was about to get to. So Isaac Moses isn't like um, Moses Sully's agent. 
who yeah. is obviously just looking out for the player. Uh, Isaac Moses has been banned from the NRL. And the reason for this, <clears throat> he's had his accreditation taken off him um, because in 2017, he assisted one of his clients, Mr. Tim Manor, to mm. give false evidence to the NRL with the intention of, of misleading an investigation. So there you go. wonder what that's in it. wonder Tim what Manor. that's all about. Tim Manor. Oh, Parramatta. A- they're just rotten to, from the they're rotten from the ground up, aren't they? <laughs> no wonder he no wonder he did nothing while he was a leader. If that's the kind of guy you've got as your leader, misleading the NRL. Mm. I wonder. And he who, said he was and they say Tim he's a Manor bit of a god botherer too. Tim Manor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he is. But um he's Hillsong. But oh, I would love to know disgusting. what that's about. What like do well, you, you couldn't remember ask Tim because he just lie about it? Integrity issues with Tim Manor? Oh, I remember like he I've, as I a had footballer. A lot, yeah, he, I had a lot. His in, the integrity of his runs were terrible. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> they crumbled. Wow, one of the most feared props in reserve league. Not, not even. <laughs> not even. Not even. <laughs> Bryce Cartwright would crunch him to the ground. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. Club in crisis. Yeah, would cr- you say? Yeah. I mean, it's it's really a fall from grace from one of the uh, legends. They're the, gonna have to. They're gonna have to take I his mean, picture off that wall. They oh are. wait, they already did. They knocked that wall down. So, did they? Yeah, it was. It was part of a pub that was getting. Oh right. Yeah, oh. demolished. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm quite happy about it actually. He's he's gonna have his um, his title of great clubman taken off him. Next, I mean, Tim Mann is a god fearing, mm. upstanding. Next thing, someone a god fearing. If if Tim Manor goes. What's left? Next thing you tell me, Jared Hayne will be in trouble. <laughs> and then mm. where do we go from there? Oh, I know. It's terrible. All right, let's get into game. Is this a song? Is this a thing? Manly versus the Broncos. Wow. Uh well, never worried. <laughs> I tell you what, um, you don't ever get too nervous in a game like this because we've got such we've got we've always got our origin players that we can fall back on. Yeah. Um, but I will say that Manly's fallen into this pattern of a bit of a slow start, and yeah. I, I believe I was saying it to you, um, and it's since come out by the GOAT himself, DCE, mm. and he's admitted it too, is that they do keep on getting into slow start. They get they, they start very slowly. Um, that game against Parramatta, um, even though we went on to win the game, mm. uh, you guys got four consecutive sets of six in the first like three and a half minutes. Mm. Um, and then the same thing happens with the Broncos. We just, for some reason, we just can't control the game for the first 20 minutes. And um, basically, we just spend the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes tackling. And then it feels like we're just tired. We're a tired team for the rest of the game. And essentially, it just falls down to individual brilliance mm. to kind of win it. You know, like you look at them and Manly looks tired and we're all in groups. And then all of a sudden, you know, Tommy or AFB will just put together an amazing run and sort of get us up the other field, um, other end of the field. But um, 
Yeah, yeah, Brisbane were good. Brisbane were good in that first half. Like they did. Yeah, you just didn't have any. I know you didn't watch it that detailed. Oh, I, no, I did. I went and watched it again after okay. I watched the it first, for a second time. Yeah. Once I knew we won, but um, they they kind of just kept rolling up the field. They weren't getting so many more of those six again. It wasn't. It didn't seem to be that. It just seemed they. Like, they they just seem to get a roll on, especially on like your left side. They'd mm-hmm. kind of target that side, and then the the kick tries. That was you know how many of those tries came from? Was it three? All of them came from two. Two came from kicks. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then Darius Boyd yeah. steamrolled Tommy. Um, but the kicks were very good. I thought like Manly fans were having a meltdown, which you know you would after mm. what the Broncos had shown since mm. you know losing to Power and then Easts. Um, they were they were always going to be better than that though. Yeah, like they were always yeah. going to come out. They just been what like because you get fifty nine nil. Yeah, you get walloped by para, and you can come away going, oh, well that was just a that was just a fluke. Yeah, yeah. And then you get beaten again, and all of a sudden it's like, holy, all right, we need to change things up. And they did. They changed the team up. They did. You know, they tried a lot of different tactics and. Um, but, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. And, yes, they scored two tries off those kicks. Yeah. Um, one of them I felt like they only really deserved. There was one that went up and Xavier Coates went up court and just put the ball down. I was like, well, that was a great try. Mm. The other one was kind of deflection and, you know, it, it was it was fine. It was, like, it was, you know, it was a try, but I don't yeah, think yeah, it, it was, like, you know, a um, bit of luck involved. But then, essentially, that's all they did then for the rest of the game. They just... They'd come onto their fifth tackle and they'd put a kick up over to Xavier Coates every time. And at some point, like at the end of the day, they're professionals. Like even the worst player on the field can learn. If you're doing the same thing over and over again, they go, okay, well, this is what's going to happen. So we, this is, yeah, they, they work out a way to stop well, it. And that's all they yeah. kept on doing. And then it was also eventually what we ended up doing is just letting him catch the ball. And then when he came down, we just tackled him. Yeah. Like, you know, like you can't do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, you were running him off too. You, you were running, like whether it was legal or illegal, the, the players were like, okay, we know there's a kick, so let's get in the way. I think it was legal, but they well, were. Oh, yeah, it was that legal. Was the strategy was like, we know the kick's coming, so we'll just, we'll just yeah. give him some help. I didn't think he was that bad. Everyone online was blowing up at Funa. Hey. Funa. Well, he wasn't think, that good. Well, but. I think the fact that I don't think he got the whole point of him being chosen was because he was tall. Um, uh, okay. And to put up against Xavier Coates because Bre- Brendan the Brave was named okay. at center at, at on the wing. Sorry, and then Des flipped it. You know, classic Wiley. politician. Wiley. Classic politician style. You know, yeah. That's that's the kind of move I'd expect from my PM. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got to come up with, so it was Kevin 07. We've got to come up with something for Des. Anyway, we'll come up with something. Yeah. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. Hasler. <laughs> Hasler. Haslerhoff. Um. Mate. Oh, anyway. No. Maga. No, yeah. I will think it. Hasler. <laughs> um, mate, Hasler great again. I don't know. Um. Someone so, think of something that's so he was, funnier so, than something we So he was flipped specifically to go up. And I don't think he went up and got one ball clean the whole game. Um, okay. So Well, I, then fair enough. And and I think Brendan the Brave has proven when he was at fullback. He he he's actually quite good on the he's quite good underneath the high ball. I, I would have preferred Brendan the Brave and 
if anyone follows me on Twitter, I was saying you that loud know. and clear. Yeah. That it was Brendan the Brave's turn to to unleash the unleash the beast. But um, look, not his fault. I thought our our, la, our our final options weren't great with the ball. Got caught with a lot. But I think really what's what what concerned me the most. Obviously we had obviously there was injury crisis with mm. to power going down, origin bolter Curtis Sirena not playing, uh, Moses Suli with a fractured fibia, I think he had or something. Yeah. But really I, I, I think Walker Yeah. I think Walker's and the commentators talk about how good he is at five eighth, but he just doesn't have it just doesn't he just doesn't have the skill. I don't think he takes a like he does. He's a he's a good player. Like he's a footballer, you would say. You could put right? you could put him anywhere. Yeah, but he he. I don't think he takes the right options. Like no. you see him with the ball, and he'll stand there and do that, just like waiting mm. for mm. like oh, I'm just and it's just a wasted tackle. Yeah, I don't I don't like. I prefer Croker. I think Croker gives you more as a five eighth. I think w- Walker's probably a better. All around player, mm. but I don't think he's a five eighth. I, no, and I don't think he's got this. The, the, the Broncos were for, were running up, rushing up, and cutting off the pass, and it happened over and over again. And he just didn't know what to do. And the, and and the thing that you meant to do with that is you put a kick behind. Yeah. You got You got to keep him back there. You got to keep him guessing. And I don't know, man. I saw it so many times where it'd go out left and it would just get blocked off, and then it would just stifle, and he'd sort of. It was awkward to watch. Mm. Um, and I just feel like the left-hand side, um, yeah, the left-hand side's just being starved of good ball, you know? Yeah. Like, it's funny, though. Like, I've seen this in a lot of the games you watch where teams are, like, you had a you had a spot where you, you had an opportunity to score and then nothing came from them. And it almost feels especially with this new speed with which they're playing with the single referee, mm. I think it seems like it's harder to score from 10 metres out, right, than it is if you get a seven-tackle set yeah. from your own 20 line. Mm. Teams seem to just, like, the the structure of defences nowadays are just too disciplined mm. that it's very hard to just score from a, from a set play from 15 or 10 metres out. Yeah. Um, and it felt like I, I didn't think um, your hooker Levi yeah. was he's not he's no finer like he's no. been he's been fine like he's yeah. been better than I thought he'd be to yeah. be honest I didn't know much about him yeah. and so he's he's pretty good with like his runs but I don't think he always makes the right option no. he's not as and his passes aren't quite as quick no, so he, you don't get the speed forward but again he's he got caught every time he tried to run out of dummy half by yeah, the marker yeah. like every time yeah he he, he wasn't great but anyway but we got, you got the, the win. win we got so. the win and as a wise man once said you got to learn how to win ugly mm, yes and um I feel like that's what it was but uh but all this talk of a mighty manly victory has mm. got me somewhat excited. Oh, yeah. Now I've, I've I tickled you with my hard stat earlier, <laughs> and now I'm just gonna. And what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna shove it right in. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, it's different in person. Yeah. It is. Over the phone. I'm, yeah. I keep wondering where I put my little tip. You know, my <laughs> tokens. crypto tokens. <laughs> um. So here's some hard stats, mm. and this came out today. 
Tommy Turbo is currently leading the Dally M leaderboard. Wow. Way out by two points. He's way out in front by two points. Wow. Over Jason Tomalolo and uh, Tedesco. Mm. The, the myth. <laughs> the myth Tedesco. <laughs> the myth Tedesco. Well, yeah. he, you know, he comes out and has one game and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, he's the best player in the world. You've got to do it consistently. And yeah. that's what the Dally M points are for. Well, to show whoever's been playing consistently well, not just comes the, out and not comes out and beats up a a, a bulldog. You'd side. almost say he's a flat track bully, wouldn't you, Tedesco? A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't even think that he's a downhill runner. <laughs> not even flat. <laughs> you see that there's two para players in the top ten. They're almost cannibalising para's chances of of the Churchill Medal. Who are the two? Gutherson and Moses. Right. Mm. Well, here's my second hard stat mm. for you. I'm going to yep. shoot this one right in your face. Okay. You ready for this hard stat uh, in the face? I'm not sure. <laughs> Watch out. It's going to sting the eye yeah, a little bit. Oh, God. I've seen that happen on the video. Tommy Turbo yeah. has six triasis in 2020, while Mitchell Moses only has two. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That's Is that an Albion headgears? Oh, that's one of Albion yeah, headgears he put that. up there. So that's Tommy Turbo, six triasis. So he's got... More Tommy Turbo has got more trices than Mitchell Moses and Nathan Cleary mm. in 2020. Is yeah. this dare we say? Is this the decline of the halfback? Well, I think it's got is a it, little. Is the halfback just making up the numbers these days? <laughs> is it really a fullbacks game these days? I mean, I think it is a fullbacks game, yeah. but I also think Manly have one half. They don't have two halves. Like yeah. Dylan Walker's not facilitating a whole lot. No, and. Manly have that play where they spin it out wide and they bring Tom in mm. and he just creates. So he either scores mm. or he creates a try. Or the refs oh, yeah. try and hold Or he throws it forward. Or the refs try and Very often know, he cheat. throws it forward. So I think that's that's also um that's also probably helping his stats. But I don't like Moses is being okay, I thought. Um here, I've got a hard stat. This yeah. Is a, this is a yeah a hard stat that you shouldn't be proud of. Right. 100% of the times power of one in the last two years. No Screaming Eagles podcast the week after. <laughs> hiding. Well, that's you. You were hiding in that's the bunker. More, that's more than you than You me. were hiding in the bunker. Did you ask me once to record last I week? I knew. You, I, I asked you to play golf and you were like, I don't want to play golf. What would I want? You were so angry. <laughs> You were like, it was you raining. should be ashamed about that performance. Yeah, you should have been. It's you were so angry. I was like, I don't want to ask him to podcast now. He's just going to abuse me for an hour. <laughs> He's going to take out all this anger. Yeah, I'm going to treat you like you treat me when I talk about RCG. <laughs> hey, I'm okay with RCG now. All right, well, let's talk about a bit of RCG and we talk about Ma- uh, Para's game. Oh, I don't like this. You having control over. I never. Here, here's another one. When I actually I, I actually meant to download the um, theme song from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, better. But I uh, didn't get around to it. I, when I edited these podcasts, I never snuck in any like any sneaky. You thought I was going to sneak. I'm not being sneaky. Yeah, I'm out here. Sneaky. I'm doing it right in front of your face. Well, undefeated. Because that's just, yeah. I mean, I think. I honestly think Power are going to win the premiership this year. Very funny. Very funny. Very satirical. Um, five and oh. Who would have thought? Look at us. High-flying. Yeah. Glamour team. Yeah. 
I I, th- I looked at news stories this week and I almost couldn't see the forest from the trees. It's just everywhere you look, there's eels. It's about para this and para that. Do you know what the best thing about it, mm. right, is the higher you fly, mm. the further the fall. Mm. And I just feel that. Yeah. And and I feel that. And what I like about it the most is, is I can talk about it. Yeah. But I know you've already thought about it. No, I'm okay. I'm oh, yeah? okay. I'll okay. get I'll get to my I'm done's actually. But okay. I'm okay. I'm I'm okay. I still can't watch a para game live though. No. No. <laughs> so, Number one fan. Number yeah. one ticket holder. Oh, it's too stressful. It's yeah. too stressful. I you've like got, that. You've got a bit of a um you've got a tough run coming up. Yeah. Like you've got we've got the ro- the roosters. Roosters. And then And then I think you've got uh I think you've Raiders? got Canberra after yep. after that, right? Yeah, uh, and then after that, I think you've got uh, oh Cowboys. Okay, so you got two two hard games in a row. Yeah, well, we'll see. I think that's you. You kind of want those games, to mm. be honest, because mm. we we've had two good wins over tough. Like when we when we're coming into the Manly game, mm. a lot of Manly fans on Twitter were like, you haven't, you haven't played anyone. You've just beaten nobodies. You've done <laughs> nothing. Yeah. And I kind of was like, no, that's not true. But I, I agreed really. Mm. So we beat Manly and that was one team. Well, you know, well, look, look at the scoreboard. Yeah. You can look at this. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. We'll but take I, it. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't take that then as an indication of, yeah, we beat a, we beat a good team that proves it. It's like, well, yeah, I think you would though. You wouldn't if we'd have lost by it was a, it was two a ba- points. It was I would a backward, have said it was kind a backwards of... pass though. So <laughs> here we go. But it was. Yeah, but there was other calls during the game that also could have been gone back. You don't just look at you know yeah, I, one I, incident. I, in I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. When it come when when you're talking about the Raiders saying that cost us the grand final, the, mm. the six again. There was still 15 minutes left of the game. Okay. Right, and that didn't. That wasn't a decision on a try. That was something else. This was literally the bell had gone, the buzzer had gone, the full-time hooter had gone, and we'd gone over and put a try down, mm. which would have won us the game. Well, yeah. So, and then the referee's boss comes yeah, out almost tough. immediately. He didn't even wait for the next day, which yeah. he normally does. He literally came out five minutes after the game while Tommy Turbo was being interviewed after the game. Mm. They actually said to him, Graham Ennisley's come out and said, yeah, they've got it wrong. That was a backwards pass. Yeah. Look, I know people make excuses when they lose, but also <laughs> it's like we won against Manly. Yeah. Then we came out, we beat the Broncos. Very, A very big win over the Broncos. You, yeah. You probably wouldn't know what that's like, but it's, you know, they were they yeah. were undefeated at the well, time. Well, it's kind of like when we had a big win against the Bulldogs and you beat them by four points, was uh, it? Different rules. Different uh, rules okay. back then. Sure. And, um, but then, so we beat Manly, and yeah. then we beat Penrith, um, and yep. that's when it was like, okay, so you've you've mixed it with good teams. Yeah. Even if you want to say, even if you want to be uh, one of these contrarians, like, well, you didn't win against Manly. It's like, mm. well, you did put yourself in a spot where you should have won. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be like, because if you if you won by what did you win by two or three or something? Yeah, two. Yeah. No, because didn't you get a Field goal? Against, oh, maybe. Oh, anyway. Yeah, no, I did. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you won by two. Even if you then went and lost by four when we got a try. Yeah, it was still a close game. You'd still go, game. well, it was a close game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So regardless of it the wasn't like loss, you can say Cronulla, you're in there. That's yeah. what I mean, yeah. though. When we yeah. lost against Cronulla last year, it was like you played a good side. Yeah. And they just spanked you and Paul Gallen yeah. came out and said, yeah, we got to really test ourselves against good teams. Yeah. 
Um, but Para weren't doing that last year. Yeah. So, I mean, we're five rounds in yeah. in a shortened season. Yeah. But at some point they got to play against the good teams. They've played two good teams. Mm. Um, Penrith I'm not sold on, but they did enough to beat Penrith. Well, can I just say yeah. that was a classic Trent Barrett coach side. <laughs> Get yeah. out to a lead and then just, just shut up, shop. do nothing in the second half and get run down. Yeah. That is classic Trent Barrett. Um, and can I also just throw out there, I noticed a tweet during the week. Okay. Um, and uh, it was actually by a Broncos fan. And um, it was a picture of Trent Barrett uh, the first year he was coaching in his Coco Joy. Remember Coco Joy? Yeah, yeah. His Coco Joy Manly uh, jersey, and standing and sitting and stand, uh, standing next to him as his assistant coach, Anthony Seabold. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. And they actually said they go maybe it wasn't Trent Barrett that that screwed up Manly. Uh-huh. And there's there's Anthony Seabold. There was John Cartwright, Trent Barrett, Anthony Seabold. Because wasn't Seabold at South? No, that's weird. Okay, because you got to remember. He was there two years ago. So Anthony, so Anthony Seabold coached them in 2018. And then flipped last year. Yeah. So he, he was at okay. South in 2018 and Trent I don't, Barrett I don't really remember Manly. 2018. I've wiped yeah. that. So it's gone. Trent Barrett coached Manly first season, the, the Coco Joy years, yep. was 2016. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Anthony Seabold was wow. coach Manly. So well. How you avoided the spoon in 2018. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome, Manly fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought they were um, – they really just turned it on in that one spot. What, Wonga Blake, I don't know. That must be how you pronounce it. It's W-A- Wonga. Wonga yeah. Bra- Blake. Yeah. But he was he was sensational. I thought Nathan Brown was very good on, on return. Mm. And I think that Ryan Madison has been, like, the thing that's changed. He's been as – Promised, I think. Yep. You know, yep. that's always a risk. As a para fan, you've just been burnt so many times by mm. bad purchases that everyone gets their hopes up over um, that you kind of like, uh, I don't know about this guy. And um, so far, I would say he's he's been as promised, if not a little bit better, and he's given para's pack looks. A l- that, you know, they had Manu Ma'u there who was capable of good things but also mm. made a shit ton of errors. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't a skillful player. Yeah. I, I always thought I, – I always liked Wanga Blake when he was at Penrith and I was quite surprised was that they surprising. let him go. But I think that's the problem with Penrith. Like they're always, they're always in love with the next junior yeah. coming up. It's like, yeah. oh, if you think he's good, we've got this young guy who's even better. So, yeah, you can he can go. Yeah. We've got better players. And it's funny – Gus came out after the loss to Parramatta and said, oh, you know, came up with a whole, with all the same old excuses <laughs> yeah. and then said, but keep in mind, we've got two young fullbacks who still haven't had a run yet. And it's like, yeah. they've always got some young, hot thing coming through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, one loss, get rid of him. Don't worry, we've got this other great fullback. Get rid of that guy. He lost. Yeah, get this get, other young guy. Get rid of that coach. And then it's, yeah, and then it's like, new coaching. oh, we, yeah. we've got a young team. So we'll learn. It's like, no, because you like to keep an average age of 20. Yeah, it's a bit – it was you a know. bit weird. They just kind of capitulated in that well, – Gus Epstein Gould. We were – like some young. We, as you know, we were – oh, God. Yeah. 
<laughs> no comment. Um, we were go- we were watching it as I say watching it. You were giving me score updates because my wife had taken my phone away. And what a yeah yeah that's right she did. Didn't <laughs> and you'd come over and go, oh you've scored. And then you went back and you're like, you just scored three tries in, in six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah. And then I had a very I was kind of happier when we were ten nil down. Yeah. I was really not happy. When we were 14-10 ahead, I was like, this yeah. is... You started going through that Japanese whiskey pretty quick. <laughs> I really did. I did. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they, you know, it was a, it was a good win. And and Wonga Blake, those tries were pretty much individual. He just smashed that Crichton or whoever his, his opponent was for the Well, Panthers. that was his replacement. He just absolutely... Stephen Crichton. Smashed him. It yeah. was... It was he wasn't doing any of these dumb, like he does no. this little goose step that never really goes anywhere. Yeah. And uh, he just ran straight and hard and Penrith could have used someone like him on their side. So. Now, are you, are you a bit worried about Fergie? His form? He's been very quiet this year, he has you would been say. F- yeah, he has. I'm and not... considering the kicking rules, you would have said that he would suit him. Yeah, I don't know. He's... He's still doing a lot of hit-ups. He's doing a lot of the hard work. Yep. Um, I was actually thinking of him watching the Bulldogs last night and, and watching Nick Meany, I think that's his name, and it reinforced to me the little man. They keep talking about the little man's back mm. with this new one ref, mm. six again, blah, mm. blah, blah. Little men in outside backs, I think, are not, not a wise decision because no. – the outside backs have too many obligations now to take hit-ups mm. and they just get manhandled. Yeah. Um, so I still think Ferguson is has been really good for the Eels in taking those hit-ups, but he's not. he's been making a couple of bad errors. Um, but, yeah, I'm not giving up on him. I think also you'd have to think he's oldish. You know, mm. they didn't, they're getting it. So you're probably not going to think he's <coughs> going to keep improving through the years. If yeah. anything, you're going to have to wear a bit of a, um, a step down. But I'd... I'd like him to. I'd like him to do a bit more. But mm. I, I, as long as we're winning, I'm not. I'm not too unhappy with no with anything. Um, yeah. So overall, not too bad. Take a win. You got roosters coming up. Roosters. That'll, that'll be a, that'll yeah. be a test. Yeah. Is it at Bankwest? It oh, is. It would but, have to be because it's home ground for both of you, isn't it? Yeah, but also, you'd almost say roosters empty stadium. It's going to feel like a home game. Yeah. yeah Boom. Well, see cool. that? I've got yeah. that one ready to go. All right. Let's move on to. I'm done. Cause I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Despite how hard I try. Baby, I'm done living with the chance I've given to you. Good theme. I'm uh This one this I've I've probably used this one a few times, but he's <laughs> gone to a new level okay. now. Um and I was actually gonna change this to I'm from I'm done to I'm cooked. But I've already got the I'm done theme song. It's a great song, too. Yeah. Um, Gus Gould. Wow. He is, he's cooked. I I don't think the lockdown pandemic was good for him and his mental health. Mm. I think he was left alone with the voices (laughs) in his head a little bit. A little bit too much. And I think the only person he really had outside contact with was James Bracey when they were doing the podcast together. And you and and a greater bootlick you will not find <laughs> in ja- than James Bracey. Like he, you know, 
Yeah. Well, I'm blocked. What's he done? I don't. I. I, I don't see much of Gus now. Well, I'm... he comes up on my feed on because I'm blocked as well. Okay. But he comes up on my feed on. Um. You know, he's on 100 percent footy and he's okay. on all those shows. You know, he he he's now saying that the um. Uh, what do you call it? Oh, the it? bunker. Yeah, the bunker yeah. ruling on the um obstruction. Obstruction. Mm. And you know, I'd hate to admit it, but but you know, um, oh fuck, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm worse than Gus. I've gotten everyone's fucking name. Um, Paul Gallon is just arguing with Gus, and Gallon was making sense. That's He's going, weird. Why? Yeah. Why is this rule? that you can't catch the ball on this side of the shoulder. And Paul Gunn's like, but that's just the rules, mate. Like, it's That's what the, they came up with. That's what they came up with, and that's the rule. And they go, but it didn't interfere. And he goes, yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. kind of like if you pass the ball forward and you're coming out of your 20 metre and it doesn't lead to a try, what, you just let it go, do you? Yeah. No, that's the fucking rules. Yeah. You've got to throw it backwards. Yeah. And Gus is just saying they should just let it go. It's like... Cool. So you'll just have one guy coming through, pretty much taking out the entire line. I mean, it's just the rules now. It's just how you got to do it. And yeah. whether it whether it, whether it obstructs or not, it doesn't matter. It's just a rule. You know, it's very much the old man yelling at cloud. Like he yeah. just gets angry at all these everything now. He's just like an obnoxious grandparent that probably should be in a home. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Like him and, you know, I've noticed, that's the thing, like I've noticed Rabs has started, has gone out with dignity. Like he's not. Um, yeah, they're just phasing Rabs out, aren't they? Like he's not really appearing much anymore. And yeah. he's just, they wheel him out for the old game. And you kind of, I like his voice, but he doesn't really have it anymore. Who's that, Rabs? Rabs. No, you know, he I doesn't think... have the, he doesn't have the excitement. It's He's not excited by it. I think we both agreed um, after being... After going and watching the Origin last year, Game Three live, yeah, and the excitement of watching Fergie, uh, yeah. sorry Tedesco go over off a of Ferguson pass, yeah, in the watching last seconds, watching Andy Seegs almost get punched in the head <laughs> by a Queenslander, um, South Australia, like actually. that was, yeah, right, that was unbelievable. Like, it was. It was like, up there with like the Mark Coyne try that yeah, they always go right. to. That's right. It was unbelievable in the dying seconds. Who would have thought? And then you go and then you watch the replay on TV the next day and Rabs was just... Pedestrian. It was like, it, it was it, like a play the ball. No. It, it, yeah. get, he would have got more excited about like a, 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 a just an ordinary wooden spoon battle try. You yeah. know, it was just yeah. the most, yeah, it was, yeah. he doesn't have it. And that's no disrespect to him. He's just, he's old and he's yeah. had a good innings and uh, time to hang up the microphone. Well, he has. He's basically yeah. handed it up. But I think Gus is, I think Gus just needs to, he really needs to, you know, like dogs, you got to socialise them. Otherwise they get a bit barky and yappy and they try and bite yeah. you. And I think that's what Gus does. I think, I think Gus needs to be walked a little bit more often. He looks a bit like a dog, like a bulldog, doesn't he? Like a like a like an over pug. fat pug, like a pug, because at least bulldog's got a bit of character to him. Pugs are just yappy, beady, <laughs> heavy breathers. <laughs> um, uh, you're done. Yeah, that that that's my done. If you okay, got well, done? I'm done. This okay. is this is a very paracentric one. I'm done. That's all right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna caveat it with uh, yeah, all due respect to this this jinx. 
the jinx. I'm done with this jinx that's happening. What jinx? In Twitter, it's happening on Twitter and it's happening on Facebook and everyone is like, oh, yeah, Para going to be premiers this year. The Para fans are the worst at it. Oh, yeah, can't lose this game. Yeah. Oh, you'd, It's all this like reverse. So now when two teams play one another, if Para's playing Manly, all the Manly fans in the week leading up will be going, this game's really yours to lose. It's, I mean, Para are unbackable favourites, just a better team and they'll win this by mm. plenty. And then the Para fans are like, no, Manly are really the better team. And it's like... It was kind of pioneered by Boodoo on Twitter, Boodoo Inya, at Boodoo Inya, who's <coughs> fucking hilarious, mm. and it fits in with his whole shtick because he is a, just the best troll out there, particularly to Tigers fans, but to every fan base, he really knows how to push their buttons. Mm. But the problem is he's been so spectacularly successful that now everyone is jumping on board it, and then people are like, oh, I'm really worried that we're talking up Para too much. Oh, it's it's going to, like, no, stop. Para haven't won a fucking competition for 34 years. There's going to be hype. If we ever do win a comp, mm. we're going to have to overcome all that shit in the newspaper saying, oh, could this be the year? Mm. It's going to happen. You can't fucking stop it. So mm. just don't worry about it. Like, who cares? It's going to... You brought it on yourself, Para, by losing for so long. Like, you can't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, What yeah. do you want? Do we want people to go, oh, look, like, that telegraph to come out, Para win five in a row, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Like, yeah. they're not going to say that. They're going to be like, Team of Destiny, yeah. Mitchell Moses better than Beta Sterling. Oh, like, that, that one in the type, it was yeah, great. They're going to yeah. come up with all these fucking hot takes. There was an even better one about Kyle Flanagan... Last night. Oh, really? And, yeah, being better than Cooper Cronk. Brilliant. That's what they do. These are yeah. what journalists do. Yeah. And people getting upset about it, it's like, just fucking roll with it. This yeah. is going to happen. So I I understand it. Like, we'll do it to one another. Yeah. But it's it's gone too far. I'm done. I think it's gone too far and it needs to well, stop. Well, I, rep- I was repping Manly all week. Yeah. I wasn't taking a backward step. Yeah. Um, You were going a little bit the <laughs> other way. What? When you were, you were like... We're, we've got this by 50 points. You know, oh, you I never were, said that. No, not – when you first came back from the break, yeah. you you had a new strategy of, yeah. like, I'm just going to go hard. Yeah. But I think it – you know, why not? Why not be positive? Why not? Like, fuck, if they lose, you're going to feel like shit anyway. Yeah, if, but do you know what? I just all – I, all, all I had was, like, two or three people who I don't even know running at me going, oh, and you said they were going to win. It's like, yeah, okay, mate. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, I know. That's that's yes. That that that's today's fish wrappers. Yeah, you know? I know. I know. So I've got to give a shout out. I've had a manly fan. Um, I I've deleted the manly. I've deleted Twitter from my phone because it was just um, COVID and Twitter aren't great friends. You're just on it all the time. You've got no. a job. You're back yeah, at work. So I'm back at you're work. fucking. But um, I just got uh, Busty McCracken shouting out. <laughs> He's like a. I hope he's a new listener, but he's um he's he's been kind of going in there, going hard, hard but fair. That's yeah. what you want, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You run hard, and then you have a beer at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, um, uh, Josh Button, I think it is. Oh, any Josh. relation? No, no relation. Okay, maybe a distant relation. Yeah, I don't know the S. 
The S is, oh, is more S buttons. I'm buttons, oh, and he's okay. Josh Button. Right. It's actually we don't like to talk about that period in the family history. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's been he's been sending a few DMs just saying okay. I've, I've missed the pod, and uh, okay. nice. he thought that you and I might have had a falling out. Or something. Always. I said, well, we did because yeah. Ben's a fucking soft cock. <laughs> anyway, that's why I'm done. With, no, we uh, we we haven't been podcasting because Bill's still out there trying to sink that putt. <laughs> oh, don't. You think I triggered over our CJ? <laughs> um, well, I, I've just got one last thing. I forgot to read this one out. I read out one of Albion Headgear's okay. hard stats. Um, but he's Mr. Stats. Yeah, he's the David Middleton of yeah. hard stats. Yeah, I feel like he's... Um, he's the John Holmes of... I feel like he's like um, uh, limitless when they take those pills and they just look at all the screens and all the numbers come... Come flying oh, out! I thought of you him, meant you like he t- different. Like he takes Viagra and he just can just keep busting out hard. It's <laughs> that, never oh, gets soft. Too. His that stats too. never get soft. No, they're always hard. Um, he's he's hard stat. This is a good one for power fans. Um, since I called out Clint Gutherson for getting turned inside out by Croft, power have gone three and zero. Oh wow! Yeah. So maybe maybe he's riled up. Gutho. Gutho did uh, have a crack oh, at him. Oh, he did? So yeah, what he have you done? to him. Yeah, he says, well, what have you ever done? Yeah, that was... That's that's a Gutho's com- really that's not... That's a great s- comeback. I love it when people say that. What have you ever done? I don't know. I've climbed Everest. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you, don't you, know. Yeah. you don't know what I've done. You don't know me. I might have cured cancer, motherfucker. What have you done? <laughs> Run over and scored a try. Yeah, you're going to lose this argument. Um, mm. But anyway, all right. Well, we're back now. We're back. So obviously we'll be as regular as always. Well, we're both happy because we both got wins. Yeah, we both got wins. And a win, as as asterisk laden as it might be. Yeah. You this week, me. Some would say last week, like yep. not me. Yeah. Probably you wouldn't say this week, but who cares? You're like, eh, well, yeah. come away with a win. Yeah. Um. So as we always say at this time of the night, may your dreams be filled with maroon and white, and may Brendan the brave mm. Mm, kiss you good night. Freedom. Good night, Australia.